Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Hello. Hello. You guys just think it like, hello. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Let's restart. <clears throat> <clears throat> testing, testing. One, two, three. <laughs> hello. Hello. Yes. Okay. The name of this book is Secret. No, what is it? Yeah. It's literally the name. Okay. Chapter 16. Ready? Cass had only one clue as to Benjamin's whereabouts. The name on the limousine which he was taken away, the Midnight Sun Sensorium and Spa. She had no idea what the Sensorium was, unless mm, unless it was one of those isolation tanks that she'd heard about. You know, those ones where people are submerged underwater until they are until they regress all of the way back to being fetuses in their mother's womb. What? But she, uh. yeah, but she knew what a spa was, more or less. Spas were places where their moms called me time, and they usually included a massage. Cass had been to the spa once, if you counted the booth that Amber and her friends had built for that year's school fair. All, all they did was put slimy cucumbers on their eyes and cold oatmeal on your face, but of course, everybody loved the spa anyways because it was Amber's. The experience had done nothing to improve Cass's opinion of spas, lying around and being pampered, when you could be training for an emergency was the opposite of everything Cass stood for. It figured that someone like Miss Mavius would have a spa. On the plus side, if her spa existed, Cass knew where to find the information about it. She had 50 minutes to get home and back before her next class. She would have to run and hope that no one saw her. After a week away, she was so unused to entering her house that she forgot the alarm code. She only remembered to punch in her birthday when the alarm started to sound. The curtains were closed and the house was dark and Cass, feeling more like a thief, decided to leave it that way. If the neighbors saw that the house was lit up, they might ask questions. For a second, she thought that Max, she thought of Max Ernest. Had a had a friend been with her, she might not have felt so uneasy, but she pushed the thought away. It was better working on her own, she reminded herself. That was the whole point of being a survivalist. Her mother's obsession with travel guides had always mystified Cass, but she was grateful for it now. She pulled, uh, she pulled book after book from her mother's... I'm so sorry. You guys I would probably it. remember the alarm clock thingy. Oh, yeah, the alarm code? Yeah. yeah. She pulled book after book from her mother's shelves until she had a mountain of them, all about spas. Then she sat on the floor, flipping through the books one after another. They had titles like Spa and Get Wet. And they were filled with pictures of sunsets and bubbling jacuzzis and smelling, oh, smiling grown-ups wrapped in towels and getting massages. <laughs> getting massages. Cass thought all about what spas looked like, but apparently to her mother, each spa was different from, from every other. Her spa, her mother's notes were scrawled across the pages. Looks like a dream. Too much money. Where's the beach? 
next to the resort her mother had written, take a class next Christmas as a surprise. Quickly, Cass turned the pages so that she wouldn't be tempted to read the entry. By the time she got through the pile, Cass figured she must have read every spot about every spot in the country, but she still hadn't seen a reference to the midnight sun. She'd already started the laborious process of reshelving when she noticed an old, battered guidebook that had slipped behind the others. And the, on the front cover, the front cover of the book had fallen off, revealing, whew, revealing the first yellow page of the introduction and what was the word. As it turned out, the word that had caught her eye was sanitarium. A sanitarium, she learned, is where they used to send people that had tuberculosis or were mentally ill. The introduction was also men mentioned, solitariums, glass rooms in which people bathed in the sun. Back in the old days before their mothers worried about skin cancer, but not a single sensorium. At the end, however, luck was with her. Buried inside the book, Cass discovered an entry about the midnight sun. And here's what it said. You want me to help you with that? No, hold on. Okay. Ah, to be young again. It's the oldest, quietest on earth. The thirst that can never be satisfied. The battle that can never be won. Or can it? The Midnight Sun Sensorium and Spa promises nothing less. Created over a hundred years ago by a select group of doctors and spiritualists, the Midnight Sun is one of the most exclusive and most mysterious resorts in the world. Like the mythical Shangri-La, this magical mountaintop utopia has given rise to many rumors. Some say that the guests of the Midnight Sun soak in ba baths of molten gold. Others say that they drink the blood of New York newborn monkeys. Still, others dismiss the Midnight Sun as a scam and a fraud. Science? Medicine? Witchcraft? Who knows? Their treatments are closely guarded secrets that no one speaks about. The Midnight Sun in public, if he or she hopes to ever visit again. Intrigued? Unless you're a celebrity or you have a royal title next stream, it's nearly impossible to get a reservation at this secret sanctuary. But those brave enough to, to try can call this number or write this address. Cass put the notebook, the book in her backpack, mulling over what she read. Why did so many grown-ups want to be young, she wondered, when it took so long to grow old? It was like going on a million-mile road trip, then wanting to turn around without getting out of the car. Still... She'd seen enough commercials to know that people would do anything to look younger. Okay, maybe not a maybe not a bath of molten gold. It would be so hot that you'd burn up. But she didn't doubt that Miss Mavius would drink monkey's blood to give him the chance. Now Cass had the address to the midnight sun, but what to do with it? That was the question she had to ask herself as she ran back to school. She couldn't just give give it to Miss Johnson. Not after the last conversation. If Max Ernest didn't believe their theory about Benjamin's kidnapping, Miss Johnson never would. Cass thought about writing an anonymous note, like a tip-off from the concerned citizen. But then she had a better idea. A ransom note. Anybody could write an anonymous note, she reasoned. Um, a ransom note would really get Miss Johnson's attention. And Cass knew from detective books and television shows that the police used random notes to track down bad guys. With any luck, Miss Johnson would send them to save Miss to save Benjamin as soon as she read it. Below is Cass's note. <sighs> Below is Cass's note. 
Naturally, Cass was carefully, disgu carefully disguised her handwriting. Also, she tried to be very polite because she was writing to Miss Johnson, the principal with principles. Dear Miss Johnson, good day. We have kidnapped the artist Benjamin Blake. Please bring one million dollars to the Midnight Sun Sensorium and Spa and leave it in the suitcase for us, or else Benjamin Blake will be, will be killed in a really terrible way. Sincerely, Dr. L and Miss Mave. P.S. The address of Midnight Sun is this. It couldn't have gone worse. Five minutes after she slipped the note through Miss Johnson's window, Cass was summoned to her office. Miss Johnson was holding a note in her hand. All in Cass's, in all Cass's run-ins with the principal, she had never seen the principal so angry. I am extremely upset with you, Cassandra, she said. Did you think I wouldn't recognize your handiwork? I can't believe you would continue your childish pranks knowing that one of your peers is missing and possibly in grave danger. But they really did. They had a limousine with the midnight sun and I saw a boy in the window. And you know for certain it was Benjamin. Tell the truth. More than anything, Cass wanted to say that she did, but Miss Johnson saw the his hesitation on her face. I don't know what you have against that couple, but I'm warning you, if I hear any trouble, if I hear you are troubling any faculty or students, or heaven forbid the police with your outlandish theories, well, I'll suspend you for the whole year. Am I understood? Cass nodded. I must admit, this is one of the most politely ransom notes I have written, ransom notes I've ever received. At least your manners are getting better. Now out of my office. On the bus later that afternoon, Cass sat with her knees doubled up against the back of the seat in front of her, ignoring everyone and everything in her vicinity. She had to rescue Benjamin Blake, but how? Not with any help from the principals or the policemen. And but is Benjamin Blake her brother? No, that's the kid at her school that does all the paintings. Oh. Yeah. The obvious step was to get the, to the Midnight Sun herself. But how would she get there? No way her grandfather would take her, not if it meant skipping school and then risking the wrath of her mother. Besides, even if she could get to the Midnight Sun, how would she get into the Midnight Sun? She wasn't a celebrity and she didn't have a royal title. She was just a kid. And kids don't usually go to spas, except for maybe kids like Amber. What would Amber do if she wanted to get in? When Cass got off the bus, she had an inspiration. Before she could change her mind, she pulled the old guidebook out of her backpack and looked up the Midnight Sun's phone number. Then she dialed, the, dialed it on her phone. She could hardly believe what she was doing, and she had a giddy, dizzy feeling you get when you make a, a prank call to somebody, only this was much scarier. To her relief, a machine picked up. You have reached the Midnight Sun Sensorium and Spa, said the unmistakable voice, icy voice. Please leave a message if you're ready to say goodbye to the old you and hello to the new. She shuddered, remembering what the magician had written about Miss Mavius, making him feel as if he were drowning in the coldest water on earth. Cass might not be synthetic, uh, synesthetic, but she knew exactly what he was talking about. Hello, this is... One of the skeleton sisters. I'd like to make a reservation to stay at the Midnight Sun. She left her number and then she dropped the phone on the floor, wondering whether Max Ernest wasn't right after all. Maybe she was crazy. It took her a couple seconds to realize her phone was ringing. Holding her breath, she picked up the phone and held it several inches from her ear as if it were a particularly lethal kind of snake. Hello? Said, hello, said Miss Mavius, tinkled on the other end. 
Hello, wonderful to hear from a skeleton sister. To whom am I speaking with, I, may I ask? Romy or Montana? Um, neither, Cass said quickly. I'm the other one. Oh, there's another one? I had no idea. Yes, my name is Amber. I'm the youngest. They made me keep, they kept me hidden. But I'm also fabulous, Cass explained. She was glad she'd practiced lying to her mother. Oh, you're one of the secret celebrities, my favorite kind. Being in the public eye is so tiresome, don't you think, Miss Mobius inquired. Yes, that's why I want to stay at the Midnight Sun. I hear it's private in all of your treatments. I hear they're really all really great. I know it's hard to get a reservation, but I thought maybe since I'm a celebrity. You seem to know a lot about it, said Miss Mobius, with a light laugh. Yeah, I do, said Cass, not to admit that she knew all of it. Well, you're in luck. It just so happens that we have an opening this evening. Shall I send the limousine for you? Um, yes, I guess, Cass said, choking on her words. That would be good. Terrific. I'm sure you'll love all of the treatments. Cass shivered. The way that Miss Mavia said the word treatments, it sounded more like punishments. That's it. Oh, my God. They're going to pick her up. Where is she going to get picked up? They're going to know she's lying. Right? What is she going to say? Pick me up at my house? They're going to know she's a kid in like a, a, a regular house. She's going to have to like go to a hotel and get picked up at the hotel or something. Oh my gosh. Are you freaking out? She's freaking out, you guys. Bye.